Yesterday we concluded the Gospel of Luke, so today we will begin with the Gospel of St. John. We'll read verses 1 through 13 of chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. The Gospel of John begins with the word. This is a very different beginning and a very different gospel. It is unique and stands distinct from Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John is always held up as a unique gospel in comparison to the synoptics. The synoptic gospels, gospels include um, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And they are synoptic gospels because they include many of the same stories, often in similar sequence, and also often using the same language. For example, the calming of the storm is found in all three synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, but not in the Gospel of John. And John has, uh, uh, John has, uh, has not mentioned um, the synoptic gospels, the materials. Um, he has a whole unique or different set of stories that he is telling um, that are not found in the synoptic gospels, like the miracle at the wedding in Cana in John chapter 2, um, the, the, the woman at the Samaritan well in John chapter 4. And so you have all these uh, different uh, but similar stories to Jesus and to the other Gospels. What we do find in common amongst all four of these Gospels are that they're all written in Koine Greek, similar in length, and they were compiled within the first 100 years from Jesus' death and resurrection. They compose our biblical canon for uh, biblical narratives about Jesus, these four Gospels. Another unique characteristic of John is that his gospel reflects the cosmic omniscience of God. God sees all, knows all, and reveals all through creation and through his spirit. To reflect this, John's gospel begins like Genesis, in the beginning, God. That's how Genesis begins. In John, we hear, in the beginning, the word, 
And the word here is a reference to God. So now let's take a closer look at John 1, verses 1 through 13. In the beginning was Hoilogos, the Word. And Hoilogos, the Word, was with God. And God was Hoilogos, the Word. Jesus Christ is the Word, Hoilogos. Dr. Craig Kester tells us that the Word of God communicates in three ways in John's Gospel. First, God is known through Israel's scriptures, the Word. It has the power to, to create life, this Word, this, um, this reference to God. God has the power to create life. The Word has the power to create life. God also has the power to give life and to raise the dead. And in John, God is also the judge. The second way that God communicates, so the first way is through the, the scriptures of Israel, the, the law, the prophets, the Psalms. The second way that God communicates is through Jesus of Nazareth, the word. God comes to us as human form through Jesus. The word was with God and the word was God. This communication occurs to bring about relationship with God. However, to make this communication work, people must receive what is inherently different, the Word of God. This Word is different from all other words that we have in our lives and in our cultures. So the first way that God communicates through the Word is through Israel's scriptures. The second way that God communicates is through uh, Jesus of Nazareth, who is the Word, Hoilogos. The third way is that God continues to communicate through his Holy Spirit after the ministry of Jesus has ended. The Spirit is not an independent witness to God, but continues to disclose the meaning of Jesus's words and deeds after the fulfillment of his incarnation. Throughout the scriptures, God's word speaks and life and things are created recreated and restored. So in verse 4, we read that God was life. God has life, and God gives life. Without the word, without Hoilogos, God, not one thing comes into being. The world and the flesh are constrained and finite. All life, all flesh will die. Yet in God's word is life, which is pictured as light, light that shines in the darkness, like going outside when there is no light. Jesus has life, which means, as God, that his life is not derived from any other source other than from God. We humans do not have life in ourselves. If we are to live, we must receive life from God. Our physical life is a gift from God, and when Jesus heals, he is restoring physical life, which is a gift from God. To have life also means to know God through his word. To know God through his word is to receive him as one welcomes a new friend into his home. 
and to believe in the word means to trust God himself. This is a very theological understanding of the beginnings of God in Jesus Christ that John presents to us. I pray that God will bless, deeply bless your reflection upon this scripture and this devotion. And may God bless your day.